This is Name of Game Podcast. Name of Game Podcast.com. This is episode 128. You can find us on all major platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Let's go. Let's go. You already know what it is. If you don't get with it, get the fuck. It's his name of game. I am your host, MC, the master of ceremonies. Shout out to my guy, Kilo Dope. What's happening, baby? Check it out. With all the recent shootings, it it only has me thinking that every time that there's an election coming up, There's always these shootings and that becomes part of the topic of the presidential campaign. Um, I I just believe that there's there's definitely more than what we think is going on with these shootings. In El Paso, Ohio, just everywhere. There's a bigger meaning to it all. Uh, I think something happened in Times Square the other night um, after those shootings that just happened. This was in Times Square. A bunch of people were downtown and they heard a motorcycle backfiring and they thought it was gunshots and the whole city downtown was scrambling crazy because they believed they were being shot at. It's crazy um, because... These shootings from the beginning are happening at places where you would least expect it. So for a coward, it makes it easy, like going to shoot up a school. Because you know these are people and kids that can't defend themselves. Uh, They want to prove what with these killings, I don't know what. Um, that El Paso shooter, I believe he wrote some manifesto or whatever you would like to call it, talking about, you know, just the Mexican invasion of Texas and this and that, making it a race thing. And I just feel like it's just the timing of all these shootings are just, I don't, I don't trust everything just that, that is coming from the media. It definitely has to be bigger than that. There's always shootings going on around election time. And I just believe that this is part of that. And they're, go- they're going to be speaking about that now. That's, that has to be part of the argument. I read that Donald Trump was trying to crack down on violent video games and media. And I heard him speaking about the internet and how it has caused people to do fucked up things, basically giving them access to even knowing about how to do certain things and this and that. My, uh, all I got to say to that is if your plan is to stop any of that, any of what I just mentioned, it's already too far gone. There's already too much stuff out there. You can't take it back. It's just like trying to take guns away. Like you, you can't take this shit away. Yeah, you could take it out the stores at this point, but people are still going to have it. They're still going to have access to getting it. 
games, the violent media, whatever you want to say. So I just don't believe there's a way of stopping that. And like I spoke a long time ago on this show, gun control is a myth. So what? That's not part of the answer either. Um, even if you did extensive background checks, this and that, at any moment, a sane person can become insane from something that happens to them or just because whatever fucking unexplainable reasons so uh, gun control is a myth you guys uh, he can't control the media you can if it's live and it's already you know already not out there so alright moving along from the shootings I you know I don't want to talk about depressing things but Everybody always has an opinion or an answer. There's not an answer for random acts of violence. That's just something that you can't stop sometimes. It's, it's unpredictable. You just got to keep it moving. Of course, there's measurements and different things that you could do and take to make sure that stuff doesn't happen. But acts of violence like that, you just can't stop. Moving along, do you believe in aliens? A lot of Americans do. A lot of people believe in aliens. Um, a lot of people that work in the Navy and in the Air Force and in the Army and all type of things, they believe in aliens. And just regular people as well. Um, there's supposed to be a humongous meetup um, on September 20th for all of these alien believers to storm Area 51. Um, there's a lot of people scheduled to go supposedly storm Area 51. Uh, not scheduled, just saying that they're signed up, they're ready to go. Um, I was talking with somebody and they basically told me it's gonna be like a giant meetup, you know? even if the people do not intend to actually do that. But the the crime of actually crossing into Area 51 is not something that I would risk just to go see something. Um, so yeah, we got all these people meeting down there. And basically, we're trying to get Name a Game to do a collab with another major podcast, so be on the lookout for that. It's That'll be dope. Um, maybe interview some of these alien believers and non-believers. Best believe we're pulling up with the alien t-shirts. But that's the question for the day. Do you believe in aliens? And if you do, why? And if you don't believe in aliens, why not? Okay, moving along. GoFundMe is going to extreme lengths to make sure that no one scams money from people looking to donate to the families of these mass shooting victims. And so far, the company says the funds are being distributed as intended. They're only uh, they're they're cracking down on the scammers for the this shit. They're verified campaigns only. Sadly, a harsh reality, fake accounts, they pop up and uh, when tragedies like this happen. 
and and people want to scam and they want to come up off of shit like this. Um, says they're working around the clock to verify all of the campaigns seeking money related to El Paso and the Dayton mass shootings, ensuring donations end up in the right hands. Period. And I like that and I agree with that. So shout out to GoFundMe, feel me? Because there is a lot of scams out there. There's a lot of people that make GoFundMe's for some bullshit, you know? So the confirmation process goes like this. Before any money is released or transferred to the beneficiary of the campaign, their information, including their banking information, is verified. If there's any red flags, GoFundMe freezes the funds so they're sure everything is kosher. So that's proper. You might notice something different on the GoFundMe site for this go-round. They've launched a centralized hub for verified campaigns. And we're told they're working directly with campaign organizers to guarantee funds raised for the tragedies are not misappropriated. As you know, 22 people were killed in this mass shooting. And then hours later in Ohio, another shooter took more lives. So hopefully all that money gets to go to the right people and pay for funerals and everything that they need. Make sure their families are good. Make sure you guys go check out Name of Game Podcast on anchor.fm slash name dash of dash game. Go check us out on Spotify, Name of Game Podcast. You guys can find all of our latest episodes and all of our episodes, period. If you guys don't know about Anchor, Spotify purchased Anchor. Anchor is one of my favorite websites to use. Name of Game Podcast is sponsored by Anchor, so shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Spotify. Go check us out. And if you want to stay tuned in directly, make sure you guys go to nameofgamepodcast.com. Moving along, Centoya Brown, an alleged sex trafficking victim sentenced to life in prison for killing a man when she was just 16 years old. She was released on parole early this morning, according to the Tennessee Department of Corrections. She was released from the Tennessee prison for women in northwest Nashville around 3.30 a.m., Brown, who was institutionalized for nearly half of her life, is free after serving 15 years of a life sentence for the 2004 murder of a Nashville real estate agent. She will be on parole for 10 years. Conditions of her parole include her compliance with an approved release plan, that she maintain employment or educational enrollment, and that she participate in regular counseling sessions. She also is required to perform at least 50 hours of community service, including work with at, with at-risk youth. Um, all that, just to be free, um, I, I'm pretty sure she won't mind doing any of that stuff. Um, some people may be familiar with this story. I read about it a, a while ago. Um, earlier this year, former Governor Bill Haslam took the rare step of com- muting her sentence, paving the way for her release. The case garnered national attention and drew support from high-profile celebrities such as Rihanna and Kim Kardashian. In the years leading up 
to her release, Brown's complicated story also served to rally lawmakers, juvenile justice reformers, and critics of Tennessee's unusually harsh life sentences for teens. Those working to expose child sex trafficking and other highlighting racial inequalities in the justice system. Uh, and Centoya uh, Brown, she's now 31 years old. It's crazy, spent half of her life uh, from a young woman in prison. So she was just re released this morning, so shout out to her uh, from the story. From the story that I read and that I heard from her testimony to the case, uh, she really didn't deserve to be in there, period. And she spent half of her life in there so far. So at least she's still not so old and she can get out and move along with her life. So let's go. Let's go.